Hello and welcome to another episode of the Matcha Diaries. This episode is a little bit different because as you may have by now realized, it's only one voice. It's only me, Leo, that's going to be speaking to you today. And it's mainly just because I wanted to talk about a specific topic and whenever I've like spoken about it on our Instagram or in episodes, I feel like a lot of you guys are either going through the same thing or just have like questions about it and I feel like we're all just like in the same boat. So I wanted to do an episode on long distance relationships today. I think most of you guys who have like listened to the podcast for a while will know that I'm currently in one. And so yeah, I asked on our Instagram for you guys to send me in a couple of questions and I got so many good ones. So I'm really, really excited to be recording this episode today. But then I wanted to really record a part two with my boyfriend when I'm going to be visiting him in Italy in two weeks. So I thought it'd be really fun. I've like divvied up the questions. So I've like kept a couple that I'm going to be talking through today. And then I've got like five or six questions that I'm going to be answering together with him, which is very exciting because he's never been on the podcast before. I think the only time you guys have heard his voice is like when we did the voice notes uh for our new year's episode or the reflections episode so he submitted one there but otherwise he's been really reluctant to come on the podcast because ed cara's boyfriend has been on the podcast before but marco has never because i mean our relationship and i'm gonna get into this a bit later like give an overview of how we even started you know what countries is our long distance between how's everything been happening so far but when we first met he didn't really speak much English at all so he's really done like an incredible job of learning the language to sustain our relationship better and like to enable us to communicate the way we do but that's also why for a really long time he didn't want to come on the podcast because he was a little bit yeah like insecure about speaking in front of an audience obviously people that like don't know him and I know he listens to the podcast every single week so I feel like he wants to like do right by you guys so it actually means a lot that he's agreed to come on so I'm really excited to have him next week um but this week it'll just be me giving my like very honest thoughts on the topic because I've been in a long distance relationship now for almost two years but I've also had some experience with long distance with my ex who I was together with for three years so I feel like I can I can I've got a lot of thoughts on this topic and I've now observed like quite a few of my friends also going into long distance situations so yeah I feel like it's a very relevant topic nowadays especially seem to like people just seem to be meeting people in other countries and you know realizing that distance doesn't have to stop the love or the relationship which me as a hopeless romantic is like oh my god yes um, but first of all, I wanted to go into my highs and lows. I was going to say our highs and lows, but there's no our. It's just me and, I don't know, my other bazillion personalities. I don't know. Um, but yeah, my the plan for this episode is highs and lows and then a quick summary of kind of like mine and Marco's relationship. I, I don't want to bore you guys too much because I feel like I've already gone into it in a previous episode. And then I'm going to answer your guys' questions. So let's get into it. 
mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, so for highs and lows, this feels really weird actually in general like to be talking about this alone and it feels like a bit of a serious low this week but I feel like I have to say it because it would be very, I don't know, just like not very real if I didn't. I'm gonna start with my low which is that my great-grandmother passed away this week and I think I've mentioned it a couple of times on like various platforms but she I was visiting her quite a bit or as often as I could because she was in a home first in Brighton and then in London and because most of my family lives in Germany I was often like the only person who could visit her and so I got a lot of time just me and her over the recent like I don't know last couple of years which I'm really really grateful for um obviously like those visits were really beautiful but like also not easy because she had dementia or at the end really couldn't speak communicate I don't know if she recognized me but I always felt like okay it's it's always just good that you know I'm here I get to see her and I'm a firm believer that I don't know people's like presence and like loving energy is what's gonna keep someone alive um but yeah she to be fair she had a very long life so she was 99 now when she's died so I know that you know this is just it's the circle of life but it also doesn't like make it it still doesn't make it any easier I feel like like losing someone in your family is just never a pleasant thing to go through and yeah it feels very strange because again we've spoken about this in a previous episode but she's kind of my last remaining tie to or she was my last remaining tie to like Judaism like the religion um if some of you may know may not know that she was Jewish born in Germany in the second world war Uh, where obviously it was not a good time to be a Jew. So she was able to flee to England in the last ever kinder transports in 1939. And that's where then she was only 14. She didn't speak a word of English and she was able to come here to this country. She met her husband who was in the Navy and there's there's like a big plot around that. It's actually really, really interesting. My great-granddad wrote an autobiography because he had a very interesting life as well. And it's a beautiful love story and so she never returned well she did return to Germany for a bit but um she never really wanted to speak German afterwards my grandmother so her daughter didn't even know that her mother was Jewish let alone German for like until she was 16 and she kind of only found out by accident so it's for me now that I'm older it's I'm really sad that that like link is now gone and I had so many questions that I wish I could have asked her but as like since I became old enough to want to inquire 
it was difficult for me to speak to her but it was still like I feel so grateful to her because she's the only reason I mean I'm here and what she went through and even the fact that I'm in England now is I feel like very full circle because I may have been born in Germany because my grandmother then ironically met and fell in love with a German um but I feel like because she also lived in London for a bit I feel like I'm also here because of her and yeah so I don't want to cry but obviously I think all of us will have to go through this multiple times in our lives you know losing losing people we love and it's never easy but I want to move on from it because as in like in this episode not just in general I want to move on from it but uh, this is not the episode topic obviously but also just an insight I guess like what's going on in my life so and then I do want to say a hi because I feel like that again is like the circle of life like something sad and I don't know something that in causes a lot of grief emotions in you will also have like there will also be beauty and love on the other side and I feel like with death always comes the enhanced awareness of the brevity of our lives and the beauty of being alive and how lucky I am and like most of us listening are to be young to be able to have so many experiences ahead of us and really like I don't know the awareness that every single day is so special and every single day with our loved ones is so special so yeah I feel like I've just had like an increased awareness of that recently and (laughs) to, to come along with that like the weather has been incredible it's it finally feels like summer like the past few days I've been working in the garden me and my housemates have had like coffee every single morning in in the garden together I really should be editing this episode straight after this but I'm really tempted to just go out like to the park and first have a few hours of just like reading in the sun because I mean England the weather is just very precarious like I don't know how long this is gonna last but again it just I mean I'm gonna get into this but even just knowing that I don't know how long my time like my London is my time in London is gonna be so that I feel like has added this sense of almost nostalgia to everything I'm doing right now even though it's not ended yet but I almost feel like I'm extra grateful for every single moment because I don't know how long I'm gonna get to experience all of these incredible things in this city I absolutely love with all these friends I've made here that are oh my god why am I getting so emotional but that are like so so special to me and obviously that like leads into long distance and you know what mine and Marco's kind of current situation is so yeah I'm just gonna get into that now so we all know that I am not good at keeping it short but I'm gonna try and give a short overview of mine and Marco's relationship and yeah from where we met to where we are now so we met I was on a girl's trip to the Canary Islands for one week that was planned and I met him he was 
in the Canary Islands for three months and he was like surfing it was his kind of summer break from university I think it was actually like between his bachelor's and his master's or, or something like that and I was definitely not looking for a relationship I know he definitely wasn't but it's such a cliche and I hate that it's true but like it is it is true I feel like so often it just comes when you're not expecting it and you're actually just happy with your life and I remember that trip was the craziest trip in terms of just like me finding forgiveness in myself and me finding peace within myself building friendships like the two girls that I went on holiday with are like still the girls I live with like some of my closest friends so that trip in itself was just so special I feel like I'd I'd it was a really like special moment in my life and that's when I also happened to meet him it's also so funny because I remember I think like a week prior me and my friends had been kind of joking with like another friend of ours who was in a relationship and we were like oh my god like (laughs) we'd rather I don't know like anything rather than being a relationship we're like oh my god we're so happy to be single I think one of my friends actually said like I'd rather die than to be in a relationship like classic you know being over dramatic obviously this is <laughs> not true but this was kind of the sentiment at the time um and but yeah we met it was the night of the Euro finals and I basically just thought he was really handsome and we got with each other that first night we met but we didn't sleep with each other and I remember almost just like internally slut shaming myself I was like oh no I can't sleep with someone that I like have never have not known for that long because up till this point I've only ever had sex with people that I've like actually had deep emotional connections with and was like dating for a significant amount of time again there's no like right or wrong with this this is just like what's happened to be the case for my life and like when I felt safe enough to have sex with someone so I don't know what went into me in that holiday but I was like why you know I was kind of like just I wanted to get over this like internal slut shaming (laughs) so I was just like okay I'm just gonna let myself um I don't know if this is like too much detail but maybe it is sorry parents who are listening um but I was just like okay I'm just gonna let myself like have sex with this man that I find attractive I find hot I I know nothing about we can't communicate because I don't speak Italian he barely speaks English um and so yeah that happened and I was kind of like yeah I just really wanted it to be a a hot fling (laughs) and that was kind of it like a summer romance I'd never had a summer romance and I I really wanted to like let myself have a crush and I think almost that's where like it kind of worked because I let myself have emotions without being scared of the repercussions which I think normally I am and yeah then we had a couple of we well I ended up extending my trip and he like ended up driving me to the airport we had a couple of I guess you could call them dates just one-on-one and there was just something there which I can't describe but I left and I mean even like the first night we met he had lent me his jumper and I I slept in that jumper for like the remainder of the holiday like there was just something there which I couldn't explain which made me I don't know I just it felt like a real connection but it, I couldn't really explain it and I think both of us really didn't know whether we'd ever see each other again when we said goodbye at the airport I remember we'd kind of said like oh let's meet in November like back on the island again I think that's almost like you know when you make plans with someone when you're saying goodbye to make the goodbye easier like you almost just like it's really weird to say goodbye when you don't have anything planned so 
but I actually didn't know and I, I kind of thought that we'd stop messaging etc but for some reason I guess both of us just felt the same way that there was just something there that we couldn't quite put our fingers on and we like continued messaging started facetiming and then kind of booked our first trip to go to Lake Como Italy and from then on like that's when we truly decided okay this is like gonna be serious we're gonna try this and really do it and since then we've kind of been visiting each other every month so I have to caveat that we are extremely privileged to be able to do this and I know that this is not the case for most long-distance relationships first of all we're both within Europe so I live in London he lives in Venice so also London is a great airport like flights are actually quite cheap I mean I've had flights to to Italy where it's been like I don't know 35 pounds (laughs) that's that's basically a train ticket somewhere in England so that's something big to caveat also at the beginning of our relationship my job was still quite flexible in terms of working remotely so that made it a lot easier now it's gotten like quite strict so that's been a bit difficult but so in essence we've actually been able to see each other I feel like quite a lot um I think the longest we've gone without seeing each other is a month but obviously it still requires like just a lot of traveling back and forth and yeah you we always just have to plan when we next see each other and now we're at the point or we've gotten to the point where we just don't want to continue the way it is anymore it's very like I feel like those of you who are maybe going through something similar it's very draining to like on both people obviously to have to like you just want to be with the person that you love and both of you have to just expend so much energy money etc to just be able to be together in the same room or like the same country even and obviously again I, I completely feel it's worth it but it's obviously not where we'd like to be so end of last year we decided we kind of gone, went back and forth like at the beginning I thought I was going to move to Milan but I think we both kind of decided that well I'm still super open to moving to Italy but Marco's like oh he wants to move out because obviously he's well he's never left his country so again I feel like that probably contributed to him wanting to also move and he loves London he gets on solo with my friends like I feel like it's we're more just like one group and so yeah we decided that he was going to try and move to London and I actually I think I got one of those questions as well in terms of like how are you doing it with like visa and brexit etc and that has honestly been like the biggest issue I'm so lucky that I came to England before brexit so I've got like the pre-settlement scheme but he's been applying for like several months and he's like most of the time I'd say 99% companies are just like flat out reject you if you don't have a visa or working permit I mean especially like the economic climate I think we're all all too aware that it's absolutely horrendous so it's just probably yeah it's just not the best time so we're now gonna have to basically reevaluate other options as to like okay maybe I'm also gonna like we've got a list of other cities we're considering in case he doesn't manage to find a job in London then we're gonna look at either Amsterdam, Berlin, so cities in Europe where obviously I wouldn't need a visa because I'm German, so European. And so yeah, we're gonna have to soon consider whether we'll both then apply for other cities as well. So yeah, I feel like that's probably a good, which I I just want to mention that I'm obviously, you know, excited to move somewhere with him. 
but I'm not gonna like it would be a lie to say I have no fears you know and I'm not scared for this not for the step but just to I know I'll miss London so much if it does come to it like I really love the life I've built so I feel like that also goes hand in hand with like a lot of like the questions were like or one of the questions which I'm going to go into is like pros and cons or you know I think that definitely is obviously something that comes with it like you're gonna have to potentially sacrifice some things but I don't know I'm I'm a sucker for romance I'm a sucker for love like I feel like it's always gonna be worth it if it's for like real love and I mean what's the alternative (laughs) you know not sacrificing certain things but then losing the person you love I think obviously you have to you weigh it up and and every situation is different so you know you obviously shouldn't give up your entire career and everything you love just for a relationship that you maybe don't even know if you see a future in but that's that's currently my situation (laughs) and Okay, I feel like we should get into the questions now because we're at the 20 minute mark. We're so excited to share that this episode was actually made possible by our lovely sponsor, Be Wholesome. Be Wholesome is a wellness-focused brand created by a fellow TMD listener, her name is Bella, here in London, who actually drew from her own real mental health experiences when creating this brand. Be Wholesome offers sustainably made products that aim to help its users feel better. Currently, their range exists of affirmation postcards, which are super cute to share with your friends who might just need a little supportive message because, I mean, who doesn't, you know? Or just as decoration or reminders in your room. They're also very aesthetic with little decorations, so super cute. And their main product is a daily journal with prompts. These prompts are designed to be non-triggering and genuinely supportive. And fun fact, they're actually made from recycled music sheet paper, which we found really cool. Another amazing thing is that 10% of the profits are actually donated to a UK mental health charity called Mind. And all products are also sustainably manufactured here in the UK, which is awesome. Yeah, as you can tell, we are very excited about this. And Be Wholesome fits perfectly with our Matcha Diaries values, so... Thank you guys for listening through this ad and we couldn't be happier to talk about them here. Even better is that we also actually have a discount code to share with you guys. Just have to type MATCHA10, all in caps, at checkout for 10% off your purchase. So now without further ado, back to the episode. Okay, let's start with the first question. I picked this one because I just find it... I found it really interesting. I wasn't expecting a question like this, but I love it. Um, the question is, were you entertaining anyone else besides Marco? And if so, what made him stand out? Love it. Very juicy. Um, and I will be providing you with a juice. You know, I am not going to be holding back. <laughs> um, so I actually had a friends with benefits situation back in London. And it's so strange because he and like two of his friends were originally meant to come on the trip with us girls. They ended up not coming on the trip because England was in the Euro finals against Italy. So the boys wanted to experience the finals in England instead of come on holiday. And it's so strange like how life works out because in the end, me and Marco met 
on the night of the Euro finals and he's Italian. So it's just like, it's so weird. I like love that detail. But yeah, and actually the morning that I, of that evening, like, (laughs) what a great sentence, the morning of that evening, you know what I mean? The morning of the day that I met Marco, I actually found out that this, this guy was having like this friends with benefits situation with, had gotten of a friend of mine, had gotten with a friend of mine. So in my mind, even though, you know, we weren't serious, obviously it was in his right to do so but for me that was like a boundary crossed and it's something that I really wouldn't want to tolerate so I already knew like that morning that that situation you know that was that was the end for that situation so it kind of worked out perfectly even just in in my mind that I was then probably more open to meeting someone that evening and I remember because at the time I was like quite like casually dating people or like just open to like going on dates etc I was like on dating apps so well I was on on hinge so I did have like a date lined up and I'd been like chatting to the guy like off and on and it's so weird now looking back because I think we probably messaged like a couple of times even when I was on the holiday but yeah I had like kind of the date lined up for when I was when I got back from um Fuerteventura and I and I remember like on the day of the date like deliberating whether I should go or not because I mean obviously me and Marco had just met and I had no idea at this point whether I was ever gonna see him again but there was just some like gut feeling in me that was like ah no you you should just whatever this is you should try and give this a proper shot and not go on any other dates which if you know my past datings like my past dating patterns this is this was very unlike me I think this is the first time that I, I, there was just a gut feeling that was like, it would just be wrong. And yeah, in the past, I definitely would be someone who'd be like carrying different conversations at the same time or like going on different dates, etc. And yeah, there was just something in me that was like, ah, don't do it. Like, just, just see where this could go. So I think that kind of, I guess, is like what, what answers the question of like what made him stand out. It was just that like gut feeling. And there was that like, unexplainable connection there that happened so quickly even though it didn't make any rational sense again I have to reiterate that we had an extreme language barrier and at the beginning I thought he was too he I don't know I was just thinking like oh he's just like a surfer fuck boy you know I I probably don't relate to his personality or I mean I really didn't know anything about him and I thought he was like he came on too strong and and all of these things and it's it but yeah there was just like something that I can't explain and then it just so happened that like as I continued to get to know him I found out that like oh wow like our personalities are actually a really good match and there are all these things I'm finding out about this man that I find so so interesting and I admire so much so but at the beginning it was it was just a feeling I don't know and I, I don't know if that you can call that like love at first sight, but it, uh, yeah, it's just a connection. I don't know. When you know, you know, you know? <laughs> I feel like that doesn't even have to mean that like you necessarily only have those feelings for like one person, but I feel like your your body instinctively knows when there's something special there. At least that's like something I believe in. And I think it's probably also you have to be able to listen to that voice at that time. Because I'm sure there were times in my life where I could have met him and I I could have met Marco but like my I guess the stage where I was at mentally 
or like maturity wise or you know self-awareness wise I maybe wouldn't have acted the way I did and we never would have gotten together so I think it's also a matter of of timing and I mean I kind of think it's like meant to be but that's also I mean whenever I say that Mark is just like oh my god no <laughs> um but I I do believe in this a little bit cringy stuff you know <laughs> Okay, next question is an interesting one. I mean, I'm gonna say this about like every single question, like, oh, this one's an interesting one. I obviously find every single question I picked interesting. Um, But yeah, this one is trust issues. And I actually, I got this a couple of times. Trust issues in when you're in a long distance relationship. And this is obviously a big one because I feel like everything is just intensified in a long distance relationship. Like, you need to have trust in a relationship that is face-to-face, like, you know, not long distance. Face-to-face makes it sound strange, but you know what I mean. You need to have trust in your partner regardless, but you do have to have even more trust when you're in long distance. And I remember I was actually quite scared when I first got a little bit more serious with Marco because I feel like we've all heard these stories or stereotypes of, like, Italian men potentially being a little bit macho and, like, easily jealous, very passionate. So I remember bringing up the topic quite early with him and because I for me was always like so important that I retained my independence I didn't want someone to be jealous and you know I didn't want to have to worry about my you know male friends or going out etc but I needn't have worried because he's actually like the least jealous man I have ever come across and it's really interesting because he said to me that this was something that his ex-girlfriend really didn't like because I guess in a lot of cases like people can interpret jealousy as oh you know it's also it can be flattering or it can be just a sign of like oh well that person really cares about me um so I think the beautiful thing is that for him it doesn't come out of a lack of caring it comes of real confidence in not only himself and like what he brings to the relationship but also the connection we have which for me specifically is very inspiring and was incredibly helpful because of my own past and worries if you've listened to our episode about failures you would know that like what I perceive as my biggest failure in life is that I cheated on my ex-boyfriend and I mean I honestly go into like a lot a lot of detail so if that's something that interests you I can I can link the episode in, in our description notes um, but that really like made me so so scared that I would be capable of doing something like that again and it was one of the biggest struggles we've had to work through like my trust issues with myself which I don't know if this is like a very unique situation because I feel like often people more have to deal with like trust issues with the other person but maybe some of you guys will will relate to me and I feel like I couldn't have worked through it with someone who wasn't as secure as Marco because because he's so secure in our relationship and himself he was always able to listen to my worries and like I'd sometimes run him down like run him down like the the exact happenings of a night like oh I like danced with xyz person I talked to xyz person for this long because that's what I needed at that moment to like almost reassure myself that I was being 100% honest I was being truthful there was nothing that I was hiding because I was 
or no lines that I'd crossed that made him uncomfortable because I was just so conscious that I and I am so conscious that the last thing I ever want to do is make the same mistake again and like you know disrespect my partner which is obviously what I did in my last relationship so I am really really grateful that he was able to listen to me in those moments calm me down versus taking that as like you know to make him worried because I think a lot of cases like again if he if he had trust issues from his past that could have really clashed and like not worked out which I think that's what makes a relationship so special and actually work in the end you don't have to be perfect people in my opinion or have everything in common I think it's like both of you having the unique qualities or experiences that enable you to help the other person through whatever their insecurity or trauma may be because then you've got something really special because you can help heal each other and again it doesn't mean that one person is perfect and has no trauma and the other one has all of it it means that you both have like your individual items you're working through together and I feel like that's really what we've been doing for like the last two years and it's really strange as well because I have recently I think with like me slowly healing my relationship I have with myself and the trust that I have in myself it's really weird because I've I've experienced some like completely unjustified in terms of like he he doesn't give me any reason to feel jealous um but yeah I've, I've recently like experienced some feelings of jealousy which I have never had before I guess a bear in mind that's like a little bit different to like trust issues because I definitely don't I don't not trust him uh I think it was more like just being like oh my god you're spending time with like xyz girls and you know like which is obviously completely fair it's clearly an internal issue that I have and I've been like trying to analyze why and I have come to the conclusion that it comes from like first of all just obviously really not wanting to lose him and our moving situation just like being so uncertain right now and just because it's been in like such a limbo situation for such a long time because it's just like oh we're just waiting for him to find a job and for us to finally move in together and but then it's like okay now that we don't know if that's going to be possible you know maybe I'll also move and yeah there's just like a lot of things in the air and I think that's potentially why I, I mean I'm I think I love to be able to control I've I, what I've learned about myself is that I love to be able to control things and which is why my mind goes into panic overthinking mode in terms of like always thinking of all of the possible outcomes and often like the possible negative outcomes and I'm almost trying to prepare myself for them um in advance which naturally is actually not helpful at all <laughs> but I think that's kind of what my mind's been trying to do especially because I guess we're we're just before like the biggest step in our relationship after like entering it in the first place and committing to each other now it's like okay you know changing both of our lives completely for the sole purpose of being together so I think that's maybe why my mind is kind of trying to like just almost like self-sabotage just like thinking of all the worst possible outcomes and you know what am I gonna do if that happens and xyz and it's really interesting because like the issue of control I mean this is like a whole other episode but I I feel like that's definitely been a pattern in my life like even with 
you know disordered eating in the past or body image I feel like again it's it's also a symptom of like just wanting control and that's something that felt like something that could be easy to control so I mean that's just like a side note (laughs) but again I'm I'm really grateful because of how we've been able to communicate through it like whenever I'm worried about anything I talk about it with him and vice versa and it doesn't matter how small or like quote-unquote unjustified or like silly something may be because often we know that something is just in our head like we know that we're being irrational or I know how you know this is irrational but it doesn't really matter like I still just need to talk it out and you know with him and that really helps calm that irrational voice down so yeah I mean this is like the most boring and cliche tip for like long distance relationships ever like communicate be honest talk about your feelings don't hold anything back don't be afraid to be vulnerable but honestly like that is I think the sole reason why we're still in a relationship and why I'm just like it's I feel so secure in our relationship and oh my god I did that without even meaning to (laughs) but that was a very seamless transition into the next question which is how do you deal with insecurities in a long distance relationship and I'm just gonna like reiterate the advice I just gave I I honestly just feel like it's actually communicating your insecurities that goes for long distance relationships and in-person relationships because Like just to name one example, in my last relationship, which was sometimes long distance, but most of the time in person, body, my body image and my insecurities with my appearance or like, I think even like who I was, were a huge barrier in that relationship because I wouldn't communicate how I was actually feeling. And instead, it would come out as like some sort of action as a result of these feelings. So like symptoms of the insecurities. And because the other person obviously doesn't understand the background behind the actions or, you know, pointed questions you may ask, like passive aggressive tone, whatever it may be, they will then obviously react accordingly, which can then result in conflict when like all that you really wanted or all that I really wanted was just to be like comforted, to be understood. But naturally, like the other person isn't a mind reader, especially at the like when it's an early relationship or when you haven't started out communicating honestly from the very beginning so yeah I think that's definitely my honestly my biggest biggest advice like it doesn't it's obviously super super difficult to be speaking about your insecurities and and that could be I don't know whatever facet in your life you know you're specifically that insecurity affects but it's no matter how difficult you have to speak about it with the other person because then they'll be able to understand you better and they'll be able to understand why you're acting the way you are and then actually also communicating okay what helps you in those moments you know those those moments when you're feeling insecure or down about xyz what helps you because that's also something that like me and marco had to work through and like work out together like what do each of us need and i mean i'll i'll go into like conflict resolution a little bit later the next question and also the last question I'm going to answer is whether I have any regrets about entering a long distance relationship and pros and cons 
So like I mentioned, I did long distance relationship for like a while with my ex and I hated it. Like I thought, I kind of had made up my mind that this is just like, this isn't for me because I could really feel my feelings fade in the time away and the distance was making it really hard to keep up communication. Like I would get, I don't know, like almost just frustrated and like bored of always having to call. It felt like a burden to my life and like something that like just was hindering me from living like the life outside of the phone that I actually wanted to live and then meeting Marco just honestly just completely changed my mind and even though I can't wait for us to be in person together like actually getting to build a life together because I feel like that's like one of the cons that you kind of get robbed of robbed of um like when you're in a long distance relationship because you're both continuing to work on your individual lives whilst like building your relationship but you don't really get to build a life together with that I mean like moving in together um, having all of these shared experiences of like the the mundane the exciting I actually think that's like something really important that we've been able to start doing as like our relationship has progressed at the beginning, I think it can be so tempting that when you're doing long distance, every time you see each other, it has to be like super exciting. You have to be making all of these plans. You have to be in the best mood because you only have to have this like very limited time together. Like we also would like go to different countries or like go on trips. So I think that's even more is like, okay, holiday vibe versus now that we've been spending more time with each other or sometimes like, I think the longest we've ever spent together in one go was like three weeks because he came to London and then I came to Italy straight after but the special thing about that is that you actually get to do like the mundane things like stay in for an evening and like watch Netflix or and Marco will always like fall asleep earlier than I do so he'll like be asleep and I'll like read my book you know I feel like for me it's like those those are the moments that feel the most special and those are the moments that I feel the most like oh this is it you know so I feel like that's also another like tip if you call it that like it doesn't always have to be the grandest thing that you're doing just because you're maybe only seeing each other once in a month or once every two or three months like those everyday moments or having to unload the dishwasher together or do grocery shopping or like I don't know clean my room (laughs) or stuff like that like or Marco helped me move like my, my house and you know I think those are the moments that you get to see what like real life is like with that person so I definitely think that's really important um but yeah so it's what I actually wanted to say was yeah I I have no regrets about like 0.0000% about entering a long distance relationship not saying that it hasn't been difficult because it has been difficult and there have been so many moments which have been yeah just hard and painful But I also think that's any relationship. Like, my last relationship wasn't easier because it was in person. (laughs) Like, I think a relationship is always going to have its ups and downs. But it just has to be with the right person. And then that's when you're not going to regret anything. So, and in my mind also what I think is, like, what are the chances that the love of your life just happens to be born in, like, your same country or town I feel like it's so much more likely, especially if you've also like traveled and experienced different countries, you're looking for someone that's also open-minded, willing to do the same, 
that they might actually be from a different country or culture and I feel like relationships are so much richer if you're both coming from different backgrounds and you can share them with each other and I mean I've seen it also with my parents and my grandparents to be fair like how cool it is that you grow up with kind of two different sides and you become a blend of those and like different languages and I think that's so special so I definitely think especially now with like how easy it is to fly places that's why I don't know it's just so cool that we get to meet people from different countries and it's really weird how many friends I know have or like colleagues that are doing long distance relationships like in my friendship group I think it's gonna be yeah like two other people and at my work it's like even in my team it's like four different people (laughs) I mean one of my colleagues is doing long distance to Korea so that is and and the other person I know who's actually Italian she's doing long distance with someone in LA so again I feel like it's very weird I can't compare my situation to that because we are so much closer so if if you're kind of facing that I want to see hats off to you because it's that's really fucking difficult So again, take everything I'm saying with like also a pinch of salt because you have to bear in mind that our long distance is like every situation is so unique and it's going to have like its very own challenges and you know, all of this. But anyways, I think it's really special and beautiful if you meet someone and it's just, it's so rare to find someone you connect with, you know? So I think the chances of finding them in a different country, it's just like, you just got to hold on to it. Like if you feel a connection in, in my mind and let's let's talk about some of like the pros and the cons so let's start with like the good stuff so the pros I really feel like it helps you identify very quickly whether this is something serious or whether you want to commit or not because often when you're in the same place I feel like you can get stuck in something that's born out of convenience or both of you really are putting off making a decision or putting a label on it blah 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 because you know it's just convenient like you're in the same place you have time but in long distance you don't have the time like and you're not going to put in the effort if it isn't for something that you actually care about and for something that you actually think could be long term like no one's getting any sex nothing is convenient so and everyone knows that this requires like commitment time and very often sacrifices like money to be spent So yeah, it just helps you very quickly. Both parties have to figure out whether this is something serious or not, which I think again is like something beautiful and to actually give you security because you know that the other person in theory, like if if all things are well and as they should, like is as committed as you are. And along those lines, I feel like you also really learn to be independent whilst in a relationship in my first relationship I I think made the very classic mistake of focusing 100% on that whilst maybe yeah not dedicating as much time as I should have to my friendships and it's always like easier said than done because everyone's like I'm not gonna be that friend who abandons my friendships and you know just hangs out with a guy that I've just started to date but then it's so easy to become exactly that friend it's so easy so I made that mistake in my first relationship and in this one I also just got really lucky because in long distance you get to be more independent so these last two years of living in London I've been able to build our relationship but I've also had the chance to wholeheartedly enjoy 
being with my friends, live in our shared house, experience the life London has to offer, like focus on my career and or on the podcast, etc. And then when we're together, like have the chance to be 100% focused on on our relationship too. So I think that's really special. And I think that's something that like you don't forget. I mean, you know, I'll update you guys when we're actually in person, but I'm hoping that it's something that like you don't forget because you have had that experience of building you know you both build up your own friendship groups you both have your own lives versus like immediately merging everything into one and then you wake up two years later and you're like everything that I loved about that person has like disappeared or you know you have no independence anymore because I think that really quickly starts building resentment I am speaking from experience um but yeah I also think it really increases your gratitude and appreciation for the other person again I think when you're so constantly together it can be way too easy to start taking each other for granted I know that this is also just a like continuous effort I think that you have to go through when you're in a in a long relationship bear in mind again uh, you know I again have to caveat we've been together for like two years not five years not 10 years so my experience are also going to be based off that so again I think I'm gonna have to make another episode maybe with Cara when you know our my relationship has been even longer but I also feel like when you get older um you know quicker because you I know myself better now I am able to or this is what I feel like I feel like I'm able to know or feel more seriously about Marco than I ever was about my ex, even though me and my ex were together for three and a half years. And I feel like I was, I, after like one year or even, or even less, got to a point where I was feeling more serious. I can more seriously imagine a future with Marco than I could with my ex after like three and a half years. So I feel like it's also like with age. I mean, you, you see people all the time that like meet when they're 30 or 35 and then get married after like a year. You know, because I feel like you do, yeah, you know yourself better. You've had more experiences, so you are, it's easier to spot, you know, red flags or things that feel right or wrong. So, and yeah, I also think we've really got the chance to get to know each other over calls. Like, I think, again, because things are just heightened over long distance, you have to learn to navigate your conflict styles really quickly because otherwise it's going to fall apart. So because I think physical contact can sometimes be like a quick fix or like a mask to that situation because you can just like oh you can just like cuddle or hug or kiss and then or like and then it's just like oh it's all it's all fine but actually it's not fine and you didn't actually resolve it and again I think often in like the beginning stages there's so much like lust involved and you just want to like touch them all the time and sometimes I think you don't spend enough time having like all of the deep conversations that need to be had until later on so again I think that's a real opportunity to ask the tough questions and like have the serious conversations and I'm very yeah I feel really grateful that we got to do that so yeah that's I feel those are my those are my pros my pros why can I I'm speaking so strangely today please excuse me um but okay, now for the cons, because obviously there's there's always going to be cons. There's always going to be bad with the good, beautiful with the ugly, all of that. Um, but yeah, the cons, I definitely think, like I've mentioned this a couple of times, but I think anything related to trust issues, insecurities, potential for conflict, like it can definitely be increased by being in a long distance relationship, especially 
by text messages like it's just so much easier for misunderstandings to happen you misunderstand their tone what are they meaning again adding to that language barriers like I remember a couple of of arguments like quite serious arguments that me and Marco had at the beginning were because I held and I think especially because I value my words and like lang like I don't know I very much hold on to specific words that people say in conversations and I would latch onto that and be like what like I'm hurt by this or like what did you mean by this and we'd like I'd misunderstand his meaning because actually you know I think at the first couple of months I think he was saying that the first six months he would have to like google translate his messages to me or this is really sweet but he'd like you know think about topics of conversation um in English like almost to prep for our calls for like the first couple of weeks so that's like another barrier which can cause misunderstandings and from my experience it honestly just like takes time and the willingness to learn about each other's patterns and like preferred communication and affirmation styles because again like Marco and I had a lot more arguments and misunderstandings at the beginning and now I can't really remember when the last one happened but it, it took a like time and it took patience for us to both figure out like how to best resolve things or just like not even let let it get to that point where you're then angry at each other and also like along with like the text message thing I think one of my biggest tips would also just be to like just jump on a call like just discuss things versus continue to let things get heated via messenger and I've had it before where, for example, like one of us just wouldn't want to be on a call because you're like mad and you're like, no, I don't want to talk to you right now. But then it's like, I, I think you just learn over time that actually a lot can be fixed in a, even like a five minute call versus that could have been drawn out in like a two hour or I don't know, night long text conversation where both of you like are unhappy. So and then another con, I feel like this is like a given. It just requires a lot of planning you know, you have to both plan your time. When can you see the other person? Who is seeing, you know, who's traveling to who? Obviously requires money. I obviously mentioned that one of my flights was like 35 pounds to go to Italy. That is sadly not always the case. Like a lot of times flights are a lot more expensive. And especially when we do Venice to Hamburg, that's really expensive and also long. And that again, is like also time spent traveling. I honestly feel like I'm so well versed with the airport now because yeah we've just spent a lot of time at airports and in trains and then it's also I mean what I was like touching on at the beginning it obviously requires either one of you or both of you to change their entire living situation their job like kind of leaving everything that they know at some point I obviously don't think this has to be a con because I think in a lot of cases sometimes that's also needed like pushing yourself out of your comfort zone I'm the biggest proponent of moving somewhere new and you know just getting to see what a different country brings out of you but obviously it like means leaving your comfort zone and upending like what your what your life has been previously so that can be a con I think but again worth it for the right person and the last con is just that like missing someone is so difficult you know like it, I think it, it can really be like physically painful and we've had moments where just like oh, I feel so unfair you know like we just want to be with each other and get to do all the things that like 
quote unquote normal couples get to do and you know you obviously see friends around you that get to like live with each other and you know have build that life together and have that security of knowing that that person will always be with them you know and but obviously yeah you just have to remind yourself that with missing someone it means that you're so lucky to love someone that much that you get to miss them and yeah I think that's kind of all of my thoughts for now so I'm gonna leave it and be excited for part two because I've kept some good questions for part two of this chat we're gonna record it in yeah two weeks or so so hopefully it'll be not next week's episode but the yeah in two episodes time um some of the questions that I want to answer in that episode are how do you know someone is the one our experience in the beginning versus our experience now how cultural differences affect our relationship this one is kind of juicy it's like has there been times where long distance has been too much and you thought it may not work out and then thoughts on shifting from a long distance relationship to kind of a this person's a mid-distance relationship but I feel like it also I'm, I think we're just going to shift like talk about generally shifting from one type of a distance relationship to the other so and then also um this person says I'm also in a long distance relationship and I'd love to know how you and your partner have talked about who will move so I feel like it'll be really interesting to discuss it with Marco in person so I'm very curious to see what he's got to say and I'm really excited for you guys to to meet him well his voice so yes I hope you enjoyed this episode and have bared with me uh, with these like 55 minutes of just me talking to the microphone um, but I really appreciate all of you guys and that I get to have this chance to speak to you all about our shared experience of, of being in these weird times and being in a long distance relationship so yeah if you have any like follow-up questions or any of your own thoughts or tips I'm yeah put it in the question box like below this episode or DM them to us and and we can also share them with with everyone um but yeah I think it's just yeah it's cool that we're all in this together and I think that's really what I noticed when I posted the story on Instagram asking for the questions so yeah I'm sending lots and lots of love to you guys and get excited for next week's episode when Kara is gonna be back and it's gonna be OG Match Diaries duo is back together and until then I hope you have a wonderful week and sending you lots of love bye